All right. Well, Happy New Year, everybody. And uh, excited about getting us uh, off and going again and kind of very quickly catching up. But I'm just really, really going to jump into our, our, our fourth from the last time together. And um, so... Um, and this week, just to kind of remind you of where we stand, is to we have this week and next week kind of what we're calling putting it all together. Um, it's been a variety of different things I'll mention. Circle the wagons on everything we've talked about for the last year, and uh, then um, third week from so then next week I'll be in New York, and I'm uh, guys to um, figure out like how uh, next week's um, session. But next week's session really will take <coughs> and go deeper on you know that once that one. Uh, slide with, you know, uh, walking along and then we go down in the dip, go back up and this way, right? And then down below on the left-hand side, down below on the right-hand side were more details. And I want to try to go into those in more depth there. Um, and then uh, the second to the last time will be, uh, last two sessions for the uh, ending at the end of the month will be um, a session uh, that, that uh, Sam's going to cover on um, walk, I call it walk this way is... Uh, Whenever I say that, you know what I think of Some is fun. Walk this way. no, that movie. it's Young Frankenstein. Remember, yeah, it's that like movie. walk this way. Walk this way. And then they, then he models it, right? It's so funny. I, you, I, that's the, that's what comes to my mind every time I say that. You know, you read Colossians three one, three one, all this everything. It's like walk this way. <laughs> so. Um, Old and New Testament kind of uh, examples uh, there. And then um, we hope to have uh, kind of a handout for you to give you a week or two kind of a running head start to think about our last session together, which really will be all about in-class testimonies and sharing, like, what God has done through this study in your life, um, some changed in your life, you know, what are the uh, things you want to call out and talk about. You know, I just think part of this process has been all about how do we um, – Live in transparency with one another, uh, uh, encourage one another, and uh, build up our great God in front of us. So, um, with that, let's uh, open our time in prayer. Father, thank you for um, just the, uh, the time away a little bit to be able to uh, step away and be still and just to know that you are God and be able to... Father, I thank you for just the um, reminders that you give us along the way of the signposts of your measurable grace, your measurable faithfulness, uh, wisdom in all of our lives. And Father, I just want to um, stretch of uh, our... ask you for your um, spirit's uh, hand in our lives uh, to work and both our ability to speak to ourselves, truth to ourselves, um, search our hearts, and that you would know. Father, I pray as uh, even uh, Dave and uh, Sam and, and myself and Tim <coughs> met yesterday to talk about the future of uh, equipping ministry and immigration um, ministry. Father, I just pray that you would go before the conversations and that you would purposes as we think of how we can maximize uh, that that within our body, see um, our body grow, clear understanding of your word, um, and therefore, more more importantly, uh, ask this in Jesus' name. No, we're actually going to be, um, uh, if you were if you were here last last week when Michael talked a little bit about it, um, what he said was really a preview of where things are going, which is that um, this this hour and next hour will become um, highly, highly, 
leveraged um, <coughs> to grow people in the Word of God. And uh, so the message from the pulpit going forward will be, you know, celebration, you know, uh, worship service uh, on a serving, growing component of that certainly has all three aspects to it, um, going, growing, and a body. We see three different segments that we hope to really focus hard on dressing, but the way in which we'll focus on it, modular in nature, and two, week, three, we kind of uh, approach. Um, we were to take this uh, this course, let's call it our workshop, uh, long-term workshop, as an example. We may choose to do a two-week session on, that, on, on one slide or something, you know, talk about like how do you inhibitors to intimacy with God. Inhibitors, second week with my as an example. That gives a lot more flexibility for people. Those are all queued up, promoted from the pulpit in the you know longer term week, month, two month, three month view out of what's coming up and, and which during which service it will be offered um, so that people can plan accordingly. But the expectation hopefully you'll hear will be really want people to be involved in both so that that would be great. Okay. Yeah? yeah, during this 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 service and next service, we hope to offer in both. Oh, the yeah, same, the same thing. No, no? Probably, oh, probably different. Okay. Um, uh, still yet to be worked out, I think, but probably different. Um, hope would be have maybe get to two in each service, maybe even. We're going to yeah. um, expand the teaching, involved in teaching also, okay. and um, more importantly, the three segments that we really kind of worked out are these brand these brand new people who don't know anything about the Bible, may or may not be believers even, <laughs> but want to learn about. Bible, or, or about Christianity, it's kind of your more like your 101 kind of a situation. That's, what, that's how it's going to be offered, more of a one. No, that'd be one of the one of, okay. one of the four, one of the three segments, if you would. Second segment uh, really is what we found is um, we we have received not because we wanted to, but we have um, quite a few people from other churches who have been really hurt in the process of healing. How do we? in that situation. The third, third group of people, um, people in our body maybe who haven't been at all um, long-term members maybe, or long-term haven't been involved in uh, more discipleship. Um, so certainly um, the fourth is you guys, <laughs> um, but we would hope that you or, and or, you know, flow into serving and then back. Our goal would be that whatever, whoever's serving, that there's a intentionality around whether quarterly there, quarterly here, or somehow, you know, that, oh yeah, we'll, will we'll know by week, exactly, by week, first of all, it'll be promoted from the pulpit okay. on a regular basis, second, and, and it'll be messaged to begin with, second will be, um, you'll be able to look out in time across both services, this for two weeks, this for three, this, you know, that kind of thing. So if you're serving... This too. So if Correct. you're serving, you could do on a serve more basis. But if you see Correct. a class out, then you work away out how do you want to go over there. And not to do it for exactly. Three weeks. I yep. Got yep. And more modular, <laughs> literally more modular in nature, so that um, we're going to try to build it around a questions. Like what questions are we trying to solve, and and then therefore application tied to those things. I mean, yeah, you guys I jump in I here. About this, you know, like Modularized. modularized. Be still. Say, I just see literally it could be so how long is he gonna about how and not in a way this is right, but you, you can go do deep. Things, we're we're doing deep. that yeah. in women's Bible study after this next up, we're gonna look other group, not the women's not right. after a few yeah, weeks. That's what we're, we're gonna yeah. do Ephesians.
start, and we'll be a little behind it. That's what we've decided too. That's awesome. Of, you know, application, the more services, community, plus this group. Offer anything more. Right. Beyond that. Yeah, we just, we just, so now that, this you know, that's going to be like church or server and nurse. To build on that, I mean, we, we also, you know, talk about like, you know, core development of, you know, whether or that or, you know, here's, right, you know, we could do the same time frame modular to whip people for industry or service also to share. Yeah, no, I, I think yeah. two to six weeks yeah. and that time. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm hoping that towards the beginning of February. But but we're starting the whole concept in right. February. Yeah. I don't think our... I would never shy away. Yeah. I mean, I see amazing things. Crack the Bible open and life of noble character. I have women who are not blind just blowing me. Get out. into your, it. Yeah. Your word is what changes lives. Yeah, amen. You know, and, and person at a one-on-one level. One, I mean, I feel like I'm always at a one-on-one level. And I just find those, those deeper things are... Amen. Well, <laughs> it's really exciting. So um, we ask for you covet your further prayer and uh, desire to want to um, just help us think through it. You know, we love your input, and we won't get it right on the first time. Point we'd like to bring forward to you guys as being participants in this uh, for a long time period is that the commitment of leadership. Is, this will this will happen, this or whatever, but it's going part of the four. Uh, exactly. Another great example is we'll do something on Wednesday nights. You know, for uh, Freedom, you know, that'll be part of it. You know, it'll be holistic. In, in for it. women's, when you guys plan that, remember women's ministry, because we're going to offer wife and noble yep. character next fall. But just awesome. so you all, you know, just so you, like, well, we, we may need to, you know, bring you into the discussions. Bring bring you into the discussions. So, we should be in there. Exactly. So, totally. So, um, appreciate that. Well, I'm going to cut it short. I apologize because we do need to move into it, and uh, we'll be a while. <laughs> Open your Bibles up to Psalm chapter one. Um, we are um, when I talk about putting it all together. I I kind of said this. I'll read it to you. And by the way, I, I was going to show it to you, but you know, <laughs> who or what wins the battle for our hearts will win the war. What wins the war will be our treasure. What our treasure is, we will serve. What we serve, we will worship. Progressive sanctification is spiritual transformation. We are now learning how to replace our affections, our appetites, and our aspirations with God-pleasing, Christ-exalting, and Spirit-enabled thirsts and desires which please Him and, and will bring Him glory. So that's really what we've been trying to accomplish when we got it. And, and we talked about applying what we're learning. How do, you, how do I counsel myself? How do I counsel others? As to how to discern thinking that God wants to change. Using God's word, you know, to change the thinking and the behavior to become more like Christ, and then to change, to do all that uh, for the benefit of the individual and for the glory of God. That 99.9% of all the real problems of mankind are spiritual in nature. So, beyond that, we looked at the the overall framework I talked about just a second ago. Uh, We talked about the process, uh, the three phases of diagnostic phase, prescription phase, and stabilization phase. Um, in that, we looked at um, overall orientation of each of those phases, the approach we would take, and then how to go deeper in those. Um, we talked about lies. Uh, we all helped build, a, you know, an entire framework of the lies that we believe. We talked about strongholds from Corinthians, um, which is a mental construct or a pretension argument that I believe that contradicts the person and the work of Christ. Um, and we looked at each of those and, and went deep in those. gave great examples of each. We also talked about the natural prisons that um, outcomes of those lies create in our 
souls. And so, um, you know, everything from lack of forgiveness to worry or anxiety or desire to control or anger or workaholism. And then on top of that, we looked at how to cultivate a high view of God. And we looked at seven different specific ways in which we can go out cultivating a high view. And then uh, we broke those three phases, if you remember, into um, verses for each phase. And we said, in aggregate, there's probably 45 or 50 verses or passages that would be important. We looked at the diagnostic phase. We looked at the prescription phase so far. And today, we're going to look at the stabilization phase. Stabilization phase really is to achieve ongoing patterns of intimacy. So if you remember, the diagnostic phase was really about coming to conclusion and ownership for my sin, calling it sin, right? So that's the first phase is to get a person or get myself to be transparent about what's going on and to own it, okay? And most importantly, before I leave that phase, to ask for forgiveness. First, okay? Second is the prescription phase, and that's the solution identification innovation phase. So in this, this, this middle phase or the prescription phase was really about confirmation I got, I, I still have ownership, and seeking to understand how to come. So, so right now in that overall picture, right, the stabilization phase is like stopping the downward trajectory, right? And the prescription phase is about bottoming out and starting what we'll call the reconciliation phase or count of, okay? And then, and then in order to do that, um, what we have to do is, is fully understand how I, how I got into that downward spiral. Like, because if I don't understand that, right, then I'm probably going to, to revisit that time and time again. So I want to understand why why I made those decisions. Because those are all about decisions I've made, okay, right or wrong. And and so those decisions and the, the reasons or the thirstings or the or the aspirations or the um, actions, you know, that cause me to want to move that way and please myself versus God, those things I have to kind of understand in order to keep myself from going like this every time, right? Does that make sense? So, because if I don't get to the root cause, I will, I'm destined to repeat that process again and again and again. Um, so I want in the state prescription phase to include what the, that is and then be able to address that biblically. Scriptures. Make sense? And we also said in that second one that there probably are specific verses for specific situations. So then we move into the last phase, and the last phase is really about achieving ongoing uh, patterns of intimacy. So making decisions not for the moment to get out, but for the ongoing time to stabilize and then, you know, optimize my, my So that ongoing process, I now need to get, get somebody into community group. I need to get them into serving. I need to get them, you know, into a, a lifestyle of, of obedience, ongoing obedience. Um, I need to provide them uh, skate valves, you know, that um, to be able to use. That's that. So let's jump to Psalm 1, 1 through 3. Um, uh, we're going to go through these relatively quickly today because my goal is to get through these. So um, would somebody read verses 1 through 3? Okay, so um, what would you say from an observation perspective that you would call out as it pertains to this process we're, we're, we're going through here? What, what would be the ahas here or the conclusions you would want 
to build into the soul of the person you're working with or build into your own soul as to concluding these things of stabilization phase. Yes. Right. Correct. Yep. Yep. So if I dial it back and I, I go back to the first part of going down the hill, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Some decisions were made there. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what almost invariably I can, I can dial back personally is, you know, I probably um, walked by some things. And then I stood and mm-hmm. with them and then I kind of sat with them. You know, it was this downward progression of, of more and more involvement. Once I've made that first decision of to walk by and listen, like, you know, I'm, I'm talking about metaphorically, right? Um, like, I become much more sensitized, uh, desensitized to my sin at that point in time. And all of a sudden, like, I, I wake up and I find myself in the middle of it. And so, like, how did I get here? Well, I want to dial back to what happened originally. Like, how did I get here. Make sense? Um, and, and that's what he's saying is there's this downward progression of sin, of walking by, standing with, sitting in, that I want to be able to understand. Outflow or outcome. Yep. Yep. And, and he says here that his delight, so if, if the first verse is about things to avoid, scriptures are always replete in, well, what do you replace it with, right? So avoid replace, stop, start. And verse 2 is about the start is like develop this passionate appetite for the scriptures because if you do and you get, you're in them, like, like you're going to grow in your delight of the word of God. This intake or nourishment is going to, quote, um, be something I'm, back to Dave's disciplines he talked about, right? It's, it's, meditate and memorize, or memorize and meditate, right? It's going to, that's what I'm going to do with the love of the Word. Of the word. And then verse 3 is, is what? The results, right? Results are four four things. What are they? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> Comfort or comfort. Sometimes, but we're really not delighting in God. Something's wrong. Yeah. Another way to look at it is yeah. yourself. Are you really delighting? I totally know what you're saying. Is, <laughs> if the answer is no, yeah. I mean, honestly, if it's yeah. no, then there's a problem yeah. that needs to, needs be, to be addressed. I think that's really point, poignant because, like, you go to Revelation, right, chapter uh, 3, right, or 4, um, 3, um, where, you know, Ephesians, the Ephesians, right, um, you, they were lukewarm. And that was the that was the um, torrent that they were lukewarm. Far better to be, you know, passionate this way or that way, but to find that in a marriage, too, like, everything's copacetic, well... Why is it copacetic, you know? Like, it could be different and better. So I think that's a really good point. So it could be either this or that. The point is take take heed, you know, and uh, assess whether my delight is there. Um, so the four things that um, are outcomes here, what are they in verse 3? What's the first one? Okay, so you're firmly planted. Yep, yep. stability, you know, stability and steadfast, stability, right? So... I was uh, te- I was teaching in San Diego, and we had this huge windstorm come through. Huge storm, uh, water all over. And I, I was as I was coaching, I uh, wish uh, my guys um, were soccer. Um, we were supposed to be for breakfast that that morning. It was a sad. So we all got to dead all there. Finally got there, right? Everybody. I mean, it was like a war zone. Like you know, it was one of those kind of storms, right? So after we finished eating, I had to life lessons. So. Um, 
we went out and observed, you know, all the stuff that had happened. And what was crazy is, like, these beautiful trees that looked great, they were all blown down. And um, there were some that weren't. And we had this, like, discussion and question and answer exchange about, well, what do you see? What do you observe? Why did that happen? And obviously, what came out of it, right, was those trees, their root structure was really, really thin. And they had to blown down in, the, in, in, the, in the, some of these other ones. They maybe didn't look the greatest outside, but they were they had deep roots navigate the storm. So we had this beautiful conversation. But I think about that here. It's like, he says, you're going to be steadfast. You know, I think of uh, first movable, <laughs> you know, kind yeah, of thing. There's power in that. Yeah. Exactly. Totally. And the second one is what? Okay? It's going to be fruitful. And it's fruitful what? In its season. In its season. And so, um, you know, I think about um, I think about this concept of fruit, you know, each of us been, have been uniquely created by God for a different purpose, necessarily. All the same in that we should live for the glory of God, but different uniquely in, pa- in g- passions, in giftedness, in experience, in, in, in uh, you know, talents, and all of these things. Um, and, and, and my fruit might be very different than, than mixed fruit that God's using. But all that fruit is for his glory. And he says, the closer I stick with him, right, uh, uh, John 15, right, uh, the, the, the closer I'm, I'm sticking with him, the richer the fruit, the more abundance the fruit, and the and, and more um, uh, healthy, the, uh, beautiful the fruit. So um, I'm going to be fruitful. Fruitful here is talking about two things. One is my character. Two is my um, behavior. Both are going to be fruitful. Okay. What's the third thing? Thief will not wither. In times of stress, in times of 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 of, of uh, suffering, in times of all the things that you would look at and say, like how how do you stay? How do you steady on? One will be able to say, um, I, I, I do that because of because of God and His steadfastness. And so their 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 fruit doesn't wither. In fact, in the midst of great challenge it continues on it's always green and it's green because of the nutrients they're coming from the inside not because of the heat and the you know sun and everything else coming from the outside uh, and fourth what whatever they do will prosper that's crazy like that's crazy like everything that you do will prosper how in the world i mean that's what i want personally you know is that everything i put my hand to i'll prosper but here's the great rub. What's the definition of success here? Right? So this is a great conversation to have. We don't have today, but this is the great conversation. It's the first conversation I had with a young man I'm working with. It's like, what do you want? And why do you want it? <laughs> so you're working with... Shade bearing. This is on this side of the house and everything else. In other words, in this, it's part of this stabilization. Part of my... <laughs> in place that it's going to facilitate or right. It's, it's right for right. both. Right. To be able to produce that. It's like that of I don't need I don't need church. I can just use my even life. if I plant it there. I need to be open myself up right for speak into my life. Like talk to me. Like tell me where I need to grow. Right. That's really important. So when you talk about whatever he does prospers. The point here is it's it's true success.
God's perspective, it's true success. Learn from another verse in, in uh, Psalms that success to God is one word. Cultivate faithfulness in the land. So it's, it, it is faithfulness that matters most in our lives. So, yeah, it does. And, and, and then you flip the four through six, and it's like the exact opposite, right? I mean, almost like you word for word, you know, principle for principle all the way through there. And right, uh, day is like, I, 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 can you come up with any different groups of people? <laughs> like, it's only this or that. It's, there's not anything in between. When, that's what I want to walk away with, right? It's like, choose this day who you will. What do you want? Why do you want that? Want to conclude that so that they wrestle through that because that was one of that's one of the key things for stabilization is like I can change what I do, but if I haven't changed why I want to do that. Right. Right. You know, and that will lead to that awfulness again. You know, and it's just like then you just. Like, I have this like, saying that I love to love to share is like the will. To do well, and the language of doing well in my comment here is is that choose to please God. So the will to please God stems from the knowledge that I have. So as I see myself doing more and more of those decisions day in and day out, my heart is strengthened, like like purity is forged, integrity is is realized, and 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 then like. It becomes easier to do that on a regular basis. Um, good. Okay. Uh, Psalm 37, five, 3 through 5. <laughs> Psalm 37, 3 through 5. Somebody read it. Oh, this is the one where it talks about that. So, so um, what would be the observation or the takeaway here? Yeah. All Amen. of that. Then. My desires will, will be forged right. in, on the anvil of his, of his will. Like what he wants, and so my desires will become what he wants. Cultivate faithfulness. That there's a word there. I don't know if everybody's scripts have the word cultivate, but American says cultivate, and I think it's a valuable word of cultivate. I mean, it means to nurture, to spend a lot of time focused and attention to it. But the great news here is that he says, and he will give me the desires of my heart. My heart desires will be changed, forever changed. To be faithfulness instead of, you know, motion or pride or something else that really runs my soul. Um, that's really the only place where true uh, joy and contentments and fulfillments go. I think sometimes. And I think that's where faith comes in, right? It really is. It's the essence of where faith jumps into existence, which is to believe God regardless of the outcomes or the process. Yeah. That you'll... Stabil stabilization is about the journey of faith. Right. What was that song? Uh, four verse. Our tendency is. I remember that uh, commercial, right? What's in it for me? We'll get to the very end of the verse. Last one. Last one. Grace and knowledge. Yep. I read that. I was like, I know. The very last one is so true. All the way through. Have the knowledge. Don't have that full understanding. Exactly. It's ongoing, right? Of that is that is that 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 takes a while. Does you know? Uh, I, you gotta have that. It's. The, I'm sorry. No, it's jump jump to the end. <laughs> Psalm 42, one through two. Okay. Psalm 42, one through two. What, what's the what's the uh, assumption in the, these? Is to where the deer? Yep. Wilderness where it's dry. 
certainly is a place where there's not very much uh, water um, creating um, a thirst, right? It could be our world. It could be the world we live in um, because nothing in the world satisfies all, right? Very easily could be my life, right? What are some other observations? Yeah, it is the it satisfies the deepest thir- the deepest thing, the most urgent needs of the body is is water. I mean, you can't doubt it, right? So it's it's a, it's somehow addressing that core thirst is the core thing. Appetite's one thing. Thirst out. Um, their thoughts. Yeah, I do. Body physically over. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Really understand what he's saying here. What's that all about? You know, to me, that's almost like your diagnostic phase. Yeah. Sensing separation yep. Yep. from the living God, yep. water. Like something is right. from reaching. So it's almost like what's sin in my life. Circumstance of that. Well, the beauty of this, right? I mean, this is this is this is this is a message that. Um, very clear from the standpoint of, um, for them, they had pretty much had a physical place. What they're talking about here is like appear before God in in the temple, right? right? And the beauty of of you know the New Testament believer is that you know that space has just gone from a, a physical space to a spiritual place. It's just, you got Christ is with us, right? And it's like how long will I keep that wall of separation up, <laughs> so to speak? Because that's that's the answer, right? There. Other thoughts. Um, so this, it's interesting. He says, "My soul pants for thee." He doesn't say, "My body." Yeah, my physical beating pants for thee. So there's this dimension of taking it from physical to even deeper part, which yeah, which is my soul. And you know, one of the things I put down here is like I said, communion and worship with God are the most urgent need of the soul. Either I drink, or I die. Or I die need to cultivate a perpetual appetite and thirst for God and God alone in my soul. I need to become desperate for God. So that's that's what I get out of this is like there's this element of desperation based on value that just screams at me for two verses. I want I want that in my all come out of I, I, I mean, yeah, yeah. out like faith regardless of what you did, <laughs> what you did. Yeah. it doesn't matter. It brings it I mean, back it, to it the essentials. Matters, yeah. But you said, just have childlike faith. Amen. Any other thoughts on that one? Well, let's turn to Psalm 63. <laughs> 63, 1 through 8. Somebody want to read that? Amen. Well, back to these modular things. We can do setting. Okay. <laughs> Everyone will offer everyone, right? <laughs> Add them all up. Now you, now you're steadfast. <laughs> um, but your thoughts on this? I mean, oh my gosh, there's so much here. Yeah, it's like shrug my shoulders. <laughs> no, but pull out. Be be, be diligent here. Um, you 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 have. It's Really critical, isn't it? And I don't think that praise rises to its highest. Place until he says, "I beheld you in the sanctuary." Right, and like the process of beholding brings praise and glory. You know, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, right, right. Well, this is an interesting thing, and I want to. I'm glad you brought it up because I think it's a huge conversation discussion point. Because 
like our souls will always be thirsty. Okay, they, we've been we've been we've been created by God to thirst for for something, and over here there is no satisfaction in in the world. Okay, and over here there's satisfaction, but the very process of satisfaction actually creates deeper thirst again, and, and but but it's fulfilling. This is not fulfilling. Okay. In the long term, this is always fulfilling in the long term. Does that make sense? So, that is a just a great discussion point. Um, he says, "My soul thirsts for thee; my flesh yearns for thee." The point here is like, I'm exhausted in my pursuit of you, but it's fulfilling, and, and it, I still want to keep, keep it going. I want to continue that. Um, other things. Well, isn't that good? <laughs> Sort of an ongoing position that they, yeah. you know, always seems a little deaf. says, I, I will bless thee as long as I live. I will lift up my hands in your name. Satisfied with your fatness and offer. Praise with joyful lips. So I have lifted up my hands. You know, it's it's literally that 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 picture, right, of um, palms up as an, you know, like an act of faith to be blessed richly with. Like, it's yeah. like that, right? Correct. Right. Exactly. You brought up earlier, Linda, this idea of the fact that um, he says he's it's in it's at the night watch night night hours when he's on his bed, like he can't sleep. The point is like when I can't sleep, okay, I I choose to remember your faithfulness. I choose to um, cling to your promises that time. Because sometimes, I don't know about you, but sometimes it's in, in those moments at night when I'm on my bed, like like the adversary is alive, you know, sometimes. Anxiety comes up and worry, and those are the things that usually don't allow you to go back to sleep, right? Um, you're about something right there. So, yeah. Anything else? Yeah, exactly yeah. what he's saying. It's not yep. Be yep. <clears throat> this idea of his his... His sovereign right hand, applied my soul clings to you, is the idea of, it, one of I, I wrote here, is like, my antidote to living in a dry and weary land is to desperately and passionately and eagerly seek and yearn. First priority of my life, the outcome of that well, journey, okay, will be to bless the Lord at all times, speak highly of him with others, and joyfully follow hard after him. Joyfully follow out hard after him is like like brings joy in the midst of whatever I'm in. Doesn't the circumstances aren't changing necessarily, but I I can steady on and you know in a joyful way because he is in control. He's the sovereign hand that holds me. Okay, good. Um, next one, uh, Psalm one nineteen nine through eleven. <laughs> Psalm one nineteen one through eleven. Suppose you could say, "How can a young woman keep their way pure?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, somebody read it real quick. We also do no walk in his ways. Laying your precepts that we should keep them diligently, righteousness, right utterly. That's okay. Keep going. Yeah. One sixty-five and sixty-six says, "Those who love thy law have great peace. Nothing causes them to stumble." I hope. For your salvation, O Lord, and and Jesus. Um, so, verses nine through eleven. What what is it that um, allows us to not sin, and um, yeah, to not sin? But isn't 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 that the same as not sinning? 
by keeping it according to your word. In other words, if I keep it according to your word, I'll not sin, right? Obedience plays it into it, but obedience is the outcome of something else. Treasure. It's treasuring it. Yeah, it's 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 the it's the verse ten, seeking him with all my heart. It's verse eleven to treasure. When you treasure God's word, it's like you've put it to the highest level. It's back to that issue of like having a high view of God, right? If I have a high view of his word, I'll have a high view of God because I, I, I take it to its highest priority, right? And therefore, I'm not going to sin because that would like then throw a wrench into that, the way I'm thinking that way. Um, and so, his point is like, as, as I highly treasure God's word and I seek him with all my heart, I won't sin. Like, it's just like a sin. It's not something that I'm going to be wanting to. So my mindset as to how I think when I go to when I sin is because I don't treasure him, treasure scriptures with all my heart, and I don't. I'm not passionately um, engaged in seeking him with all my heart. Does it make sense? It's like yes, exactly. I heard something. Always is a progression in that. It isn't just a matter of do not progression in that. You know, God's word takes you takes you deeper in that right. you, as you. Sift, sift the motives. Sift like, do not hate your name. Yeah. You know, like, it's, yeah. God's law is not just black and white, just right. I mean, it is. There is part, part to it. Sure. It's the beginning. So you begin to measure it. Yeah, under right. Intended for totally. The words that are in I just remembered. Yeah. That's, that's no. <laughs> totally. Totally. Well, Psalm 139. 139, 23, and 24. On, and know my mind. See if there be any hurt. Okay. What is he ask? What is he praying to God? And I would suggest this is mindset. He's trying to ask God to continue to have. It's not like a once and done kind of thing. What's the mindset he's asking God to show him how to be like? On a, therefore, in my mind, this is the key to stability. What is that? Yeah, it's exactly what it is. And that, and that, when he speak, you know. Speak to me, whether it's him speaking to me or whether it's other people speaking to me, that I will take that seriously. Like I'll, I want that. I want for that to be spoken to me because I want to be more like Christ. Um, does that make sense? So, like, I want to. I said here, I, I, uh, I need to live with an attitude of allowing God's Spirit to quote, words search me is to dig me out is to dig out the true motives of my heart, put my deep loyalty to him to the test, and to restore my heart to him alone. Oh, man. Oh, 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 Amen. It's real time stuff. Okay. <laughs> Are you kidding me, <laughs> Sam? Um, this is this is it a is. prayer. It is. It's a different kind. Yeah. Of, and, uh, request for help. Yeah. Right. A request for for um, help from God. Yeah. It is. Exactly. That's a good way to say it. You know, full exposure, transparency. Um, probably a few other words you could. Yeah. 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 Amen. Amen. Um, 2 Corinthians 1, 3-4. So now we're going to turn just a tad to look at like what, what God 
now that I am kind of starting down that stability row road, right? Like how, like if we really believe that all things work together for the good of a believer, that God is redemptive in His very nature, that that the very challenges in, of my life from a significant of V um, are going to be used by God for His glory somehow, um, then it's of utmost importance for me to be able to take all the things I've learned through this journey and be able to be stand ready to come alongside somebody else. Does that make sense? So, like, God's going to use this. Um, it'll help somebody else, too. Um, so, somebody want to read 3 through, what did I say, 4? 2 Corinthians 1, 3 through 4. I, I think it's significant that he doesn't necessarily say that because, you know, what's the name of your condition? Lambs. He doesn't say here, Linda, that because you've had lambs and have figured out how to live through it and with it, that somehow you can only go and help somebody else with lambs. <laughs> That's not what he's saying here, right? And, and many people would think that that would be the case, right? Yeah. Why? Why? Because it's showed me my exactly. to reach out to others. Correct. Yeah. Wow. Because that second question is an act of faith, right? right, right it really exactly. is. The first one's an act of judgment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and a natural. It's a natural. <laughs> you know, you're, it's a natural. natural. Yeah. <laughs> but we're not. We're our old self. We have the ability to move towards right. Totally. Totally. Any other thoughts here? Um, I think it's just valuable to. Conclude that you know all comfort originates from God, um, God of all comfort, the source. Yes, it is. Um, I could spend a whole module just on these couple verses, inclusive of through seven and through, but uh, very much so. Um, Galatians five twenty two through twenty five. Galatians five twenty two through twenty five. By the way, on that last one, I, I did write down here, God meets us in the midst of our greatest need. Just to conclude that, right? person in the stabilization phase gives them great... Anybody? Such things there is no Christ Jesus. Have lived by the Spirit. Let us all... Thoughts? Certainly this work of the Spirit is called fruit, and it appears to be clear that it's work of the Spirit that's being done in us, by Him, not by us, right? It appears to be directly proportional to the... To the decision of my will to allow him to do that. Walk by the Spirit. Right. Other thoughts? Well, Amen. He's the one. Amen. Now, now. As you do. Yeah. Your lifestyle is going to be marked by. Um, it's, it's, almost, it's, it's like an assumptive. Yeah. God is assuming this. Don't struggle with it. Yep. Just done all the work. Yeah. Amen. Uh, chapter 6, verse 1 is. Um, I just said, uh, I walk in the Spirit, I'll continually watch over my soul. I will compassionately and delicately desire to come alongside those who stumble because I view them as being caught up in the deceit of sin. I want to help them restore intimacy with That's going to be like, look at myself first, right? But out and help. Do it not in a non judgmental way, but understand that they have been caught up in the deceit of sin. I think we, we are too judgmental in our life for the grace of God. Right? This is a ministry for everybody, yeah. right? It's almost like Galatians chapter 6, guys are level. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like 
Everyone has this ministry. How? After, after, after a season. Well, <clears throat> so um, hold that thought for one second because I want to um, spell it really quick. Uh, turn to Romans 15. Let's look at 13 and 14 together. Somebody read those. Romans 15, 13, and 14, yep. So the outcome of this 13, 14 is, is, is that hope would abound in a soul, right? But he says, like, who can, who's ready to do this? People ready to do this who are, I'll use the word, capable to do it, are people who have three things going on. There's 15, in, in, in verse 14. First, that they desire to do the right thing. They desire to do the right thing. It's called filled, full of goodness. You, you want to please God. You want to do the right thing. Number two is that you're filled with all knowledge. All that means is that you are in a state of becoming more like Christ. You are in a state of wanting to know Him. Yes? And number three, when you are wanting to do the right thing, and you are in the process of learning Christ is and want, wanting to know Him, seeking Him, He says what? Then you are able to admonish one another. You are capable to, to, to counsel. That's the point. Like, there's two pre, pre, uh, what do you call predecessors? Uh, prerequisites to being ready to counsel. It's that you are desiring to please God and that you are growing in your knowledge of Him. As you are in the midst of doing just those two things, regardless of how far along, He doesn't say like you've reached, you know, level three, right? He says, with that mindset, his point is, with that mindset, you can bring hope. So, um, sometimes we think that, you know, if I could just learn the 50 verses or whatever, and granted, this will help, okay? But I don't want to discourage anybody from assessing my own soul, making sure my heart's right with the Lord, but but yet, jumping in the deep end, like to help another person way possible that makes sense yeah um you know there's a bunch of other ones here i could go through in our time but let me just jump to um probably second peter one three through ten let's just with that one second peter <clears throat> one three through ten um and, and uh let me read this he says everybody got it Seeing that His divine power has granted to us everything pertaining to life and godliness through a true knowledge of Him who called us by His own glory and excellence. For by these He has granted to us His precious and magnificent promises in order that by them you might become partakers of the divine nature having escaped the corruption that is in the world by lust. So the whole point here is like, let me just summarize that for a second. His point is this. If you read the language and the way it's put together, as I'm in the process of Running away from the world, I will become more like Christ, partakers of the divine nature. And as a result, I'm going to have everything at my disposal to live my life in a way that honors and pleases God. That's, that's his point. It's, it's that process, he says here in these verses, as to how it works. Because I want to run away from thirstings and aspirations and affections of the world, and I want to pursue God, I'm going to become more like Christ, and as a result, I'm, I'm, I have these precious and magnificent promises available to me by which I'll be able to experience life. 
And his point is this, is goes down to verse um, uh, verse uh, 10. He says, Therefore, my, my brethren, be all the more diligent to, to make certain about his causing, calling and choosing you. For as long as you practice these things, these things are the things in verses 5 through 9, um, as long as you practice these things, as long as you're passionately looking at these things to how to gain these in your life, he says, you will never stumble. You won't sin. I just find that fascinating. Like, I won't sin when I'm in the process of having this mindset of, of, of running away from the world, becoming more like Christ, um, and then in verses 5 through 9, um, uh, applying all diligence or eagerness to become more like Christ, moral excellence, uh, to, to know Christ's knowledge, to have discipline and, and self-control, to um, steady on and be patient underneath it, and to become more like Christ, and then to show love. Those five things, when I'm in the process of pursuing those things, I'm not going to sin. Is, that's cool. That's really neat. That's hopeful. That gives me great confidence. Um, so I want to build into my life, I want to build into others' lives that framework, if you what does it mean to do that. And then back to what um, uh, Sam took us to be, to begin with, which is grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To Him be the glory, both now until the day of eternity. Amen and amen. <laughs> amen and amen. Sam, would you close us in prayer? Father, we thank you for fine enablement. Father, we ask that, that as all that we think and ask, Lord. Amen. Thank you, everybody.